and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast, the only CRS podcast this week that doesn't need NFL helmets to stand on a fucking podium. This week's episode is called Overhyped, Overpromised, Underdelivered. I'm joined by my regular co-host Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. Good day, everybody, and welcome to the show. We're going to get this over with right now, right now, right now. Let's go. <laughs> We're, we're, we're on a time limit, thanks to me. But that's fine. We'll, we'll definitely get this done in time because... That's okay. We've got a lot to fill in because we didn't do a show last week, thanks to you. Yeah, that was also my fault. Good. Is there something about motorbikes you want to tell us before we no. get on to... No. We're, we're there were two motorbikes. races. There was a large controversy. I'll get into the controversy at some point during the show, but I won't do it right now because we have to go. Fantastic. You are... Honestly, how much sugar have you eaten today? What, like pure sugar that I've eaten? <laughs> yeah, just... None. Just... None. <laughs> it's this monster energy. Oh, I'm addicted to energy drinks. I tell you what, <laughs> I never uh, used to be. So I, I had an addiction to them, and then got off my addiction because it was not good for me. There, there was more lows than there were highs. I need one to get through my day. Yeah, see that that was becoming the issue. Was I was then needing one every couple of hours because the initial high had gone. And then needed to needed to have another one to poke myself back up. I balance it all out quite nicely. It hasn't turned on me yet, but it will. Yep, yep. When you're pebble dashing the toilet at one o'clock in the morning and shitting out your guts. Is that a personal story? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Good. So obviously of, the thing we have me. to talk about. Obviously the thing we have to talk about the most is the Miami Grand Prix. Yeah, which was honestly the the hype going into it. I was looking at it, going, "This looks great. This is this is looking brilliant." The extra effort they're there putting are, in. There are sections of the track I actually do like, and I think it would go very well on the F one game. Like it looks like a reasonably fun track to try and drive around. Yeah, yeah. I I, I watched the However, entire, entire thing, thinking. This is this is all right. This this doesn't look like a terrible track. Yeah, that section with the uh, the section, the really tight section that everyone was skipping over the curbs on, looks actually quite a lot of fun. Yeah, but I think the drivers hated it because it's not like you're going to get an overtake <laughs> in there. It, it it was very much yeah, but um... that, that that the point of that section is to challenge mistakes or like try no. and invite mistakes. No, do you know what the funny thing? It's not. Do you know why that section is so tight? I got no idea. Because there is a maximum speed that they're allowed to go under something, like an overpass. Are you freaking kidding me? No. Actually, that could be due to like because you're going under something, the air, like the atmosphere, would change with the air, and you have have Mark Webbery type stuff going on. Maybe that's the theory. I had no no idea, but apparently there is some sort of rule about a maximum speed under under something like that over in the states, or something an F one car can't can't isn't allowed to do it. So that's why that's that section specifically is so... an F one car, yeah. Um, <coughs> again, they're the fastest cars in the world, so it's not a lot going faster through that section than an F one car anyway. But like, if they had say a Formula E race or some touring cars I think it'd be okay I think it's a Mark Webbery holy fuck I'm upside down kind of situation where they'll they'd go under something and it would create a different atmospheric 
pressure, I'm guessing. Po- po- That's just possibly. my guess upon hearing it right now. Well, it's, I it's, could it's, be talking it's, complete shit. It's it, it, it's a possibility thing. It just perplexed me because it, it kind of had like notes of the old Singapore death chicane. The Singapore sling. Great cocktail. Yeah. Shit corner. Yeah, it, it, it just reminds seeing it. I was just like, hang on, I think we've seen this before. Obviously, it wasn't I, as I don't deadly. mind it, though. It looks like fun. Yeah, it, it wasn't as deadly. The deadly part was the corner before that, where they decided uh, concrete's soft. Concrete is very soft. Yeah, yeah, Esteban Ockham. could make a very, very inappropriate joke right now, but I'm not going to. It's uh, Esteban Ockham's 51G crash. Am I not? Am I mistaken that Roman Grosjean's crash was 51G, somewhere there or thereabouts? No, no, Roman Grosjean was 60-something, Max's was 50-something at Silverstone, and then Ockham's right. hit 50-something at... I mean, at... Ockham's crash didn't actually look that big. No, I'm no, it be didn't. the first one to say it. No, <laughs> no, but very much... Um, it's kind of... It's not a touchy subject, but have you... obviously? Back in the early 90s, some of the fatal crashes that came out of IndyCar. Yes, because it, it was before the Hans device. It was actually the reason the Hans device was invented. Yeah. It hit you, at something called a death angle. And the crashes didn't look that big. Yeah. But the G-force involved was, was massive and it was breaking people's necks. Sadly, took Dale, Dale Earnhardt. He, he suffered yeah. from it and refused to wear And the, his crash didn't look that big. Yeah, he refused to wear the hands device. He he wasn't a fan, so refused it. And well, now everyone we're, wears hands devices. We're like seven minutes in, and we're already talking about a serious safety subject. What yeah, what's wow. happened to us? I don't know. But yeah, so that that was that was apparently a very big accident for for um, Ocon. Obviously, Carlos had the same accident and was very sore and because of he it. He was yeah, quite sore. So yeah. Um, Good, good work, F one. Drivers hit barrier. High impact. Should we? Should we put that? Should we put some tech pro there? Nah, no. it's just just go as we as we mean to carry on. Um, I have to confess, I haven't actually gone and watched Martin Brundle's grid walk, but I heard oh. it was quite spectacular. I, I, I'm sure I, I can find it on YouTube somewhere. Worst comes to worst, I'll rewatch the broadcast on KO. I I I watched that and quite frankly I have some gatekeeping to do. Okay. Um, I, d- I don't. It's it's not a gatekeeping thing about like, obviously a lot of F one fans, diehard F one fans are like, oh my god, I hate all these new Netflix fans, the Drive to Survive fans coming in. They don't know shit and all that. It's not that. It's fucking celebrities. Fuck off my grid. You, yeah. You, you're not there for the sport. You've got Martin Brundle coming up to you, who is. A decent F1 driver in his own right, one of the Good biggest, luck. one of the biggest pundits for F1, and you are slighting him. And granted, whoever was feeding him names through the microphone was also shit, but it was it was cringe. It, it was absolutely horrible to watch, and the grid was full of celebrities and shit. And I was just like, what? Why? Why do they get to invade? my sport and then just shit on Martin Brundle the entire time. Have some, have some yeah. respect. But yeah, uh, sorry, I'm 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 gay I, I I saw on uh, one of the web pages on Facebook saying should celebrities be allowed on on the grid? My answer is no. no. Just 
I no. actually I would I would put a caveat in there. Because people like say Rowan Atkinson oh, okay. or yeah. Will Smith, who's actually friends with Lewis Hamilton. Well, no, because those I, I, kind of people who understand the sport are allowed it. I I would say you you have to be able to name at least five F one world champions, and one of them, and you can't name Lewis or Michael. Sebastian Vettel is just smiling now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he can name every single one from every year. But that's the point. If if you can't name five world champions without name, and you can't, well, I'd, I'd even take um, Senna off there. You can't name those three. You can't. You're not allowed to name Lewis, Michael, or Senna, and you've got to name five to be allowed yeah, but, on the grid. But then, do we approach the territory of, oh, you're wearing a Metallica shirt? Name three albums of what it could, you know what I mean? Like, do we no, end no, up becoming no, that community? No, no, again, we should absolutely do that because people that wear Metallica shirts that don't know Metallica or don't like them. <laughs> it's like when Fair. you see teenagers wearing Nirvana t shirts, you're like, oh, you, you, you like Kurt's music? Who? Have this shotgun. <laughs> um, it actually reminds me of a time I went to MotoGP at Phillip Island, greatest racetrack of all time, just subtly. Uh, and Olympic hurdler Sally Pierce had got to meet Valentino Rossi. And they're like, oh, do you have any questions for him? Do you have any questions for him? The question she came up with was, do you get bored going around the same track all the time? Ah, well, to be fair, he, he has done it quite a bit. She, <laughs> she got the full, like, royal treatment experience. She got to meet him. She sat on the bike. She got a whole bunch of Ducati merch. This is back when he was with Ducati. I, and you're thinking to yourself, there are fans at this track who would give a limb to be able to have that same experience. And she knows absolutely nothing, but because she can jump, all of a sudden she gets this treatment. Yes. Yes. That's, this, this is my problem. This, this is why I want to gatekeep slightly. I've, I have no issue with new fans and all that, but when you've just got celebrities turning up and they're just like, oh, here's, here's a grid pass. Fuck you. I want one of them. I want one. Actually, do, do you know it'd be good? You could go to events like Car or BTCC and have grid passes that are quite easy to get, and then you actually get to meet some of the drivers. Yeah, yeah, true. Low budget grassroots motorsport or like lower budget motorsport. That's the place to be. Yeah, this it's, is just a grid cars. It's just a direction. I don't like about F1 at the moment. I'm I'm all up for it getting more notoriety around the world and becoming an actual world sport, not just well the numbers it had back in well probably 2000 and uh, early late 2000s where F1 wasn't like a, it was known, but like especially in America, you could go, "Oh, do you watch F1?" And they'd be like, "What is that?" Um, now they get three rounds of the thing. Yeah, yeah, and like th this now worries me about Vegas because obviously American Americans have a thing about outdoing each other. Yes, and you can't go to Vegas and not put on a show. So I'm thinking yeah. it's going to be all about the show 
and the track's going to be shit. The track looks terrible. It just looks like, oh, what is it? Tokyo R246 or whatever the Gran Turismo yeah, Tokyo yeah, map is. Yeah, I know is. the one you mean. Yeah. It... Especially with that sort of like half circle corner. Yeah. It, it, it just looks bad. Like, it might it might do make some really great racing, but it just looks like the most unimaginative racetrack I've ever seen. It's it's like they went, oh shit, uh, we only know ovals over here. Okay, we'll just draw an <laughs> We're oval. We're gonna put some corners put... on this bitch. <laughs> just draw an overall and just put a squiggly bit on one end. Okay, we 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 can do that. So yeah, I'm I'm worried about how terrible Las Vegas is going to be. Like Me Austin's, too, Austin's too. all right. I like that as a racetrack, and it's never been like. To be fair, they did that great. Wandering out um, with the wrestling announcer. You got the, the boxing announcer. Uh, the boxing announcer, yeah, that 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 guy. I can't remember his name, but do, do, doing that, that was brilliant. I, I love that. Like when Ricardo's coming out, like the honey badger Ricardo. That that was fantastic. It just added that bit of Americanism that was great. Whereas Miami you, lost that. Yeah, you, that's the problem because we view Americanism as. Mostly Southern Americanism. Sleeping with your sister. Everything's deep fried. Anytime anyone does anything, you go, yeah! Yep. You shoot everything. Shoot That's, everything. Everything yeah. comes with a gun. Yeah. So you, you walk into the elevator and you're like, oh, I need floor two. And then the guy just pulls his Glock out and shoots it. And that's that's how you use elevators in America. Yeah. But that's the problem is... Not all of America's like that, especially Miami. They try and keep away from it. Yeah, I know. It's still Florida, isn't it? It's, it's literally the Florida guy meme. That's, that's a thing, apparently. <laughs> Florida, man. Uh... So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I After the grid walk and how I felt about that, I then did not enjoy the race afterwards. And to be fair, right up until... Lando's accident. Well, hang on, who's fault? Oh yeah, is? <laughs> oh definitely. Yes. <laughs> oh good. Not thought, get that. When you said Lando's no. accident, I'm like, hang on a minute. Well, he was involved in said accident. He was the main loser of said accident. Yeah. Yeah. After Pierre Gasly uh, forgot how long his car was. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the the guy that helped. Pierre out to finding out that his car was slightly broken and decided that he was going to weave all over the track. <laughs> was was Pandasaurus Rex of the weekend. Fucking Fernando. I think he thought he was in with a shot of winning that race and was punting everyone out of his way that might get in it. <laughs> uh, and then Mick and Seb. It was a small accident there. I've, I thought that was a Adorable when Seb was like, "Who's was heartbroken?" It was it was Mick. Oh, he didn't mean it. <laughs> if, if that was Lance Stroll, it would have been. He's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. But the moment he knew it was Mick, it was like, "Ah, oh, mistakes happen." It was just a bit clumsy from the both of anyone else. Seb would have lost his shit. Absolutely lost it. And like I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Those two having a little coming together. I think it was about time. They're such a loving. It was inevitable. Yeah, it was and, inevitable. And to be fair, thanks to that safety car, we got a bit more racing. 
which was which was nice. At least we actually got yes. got got some more. It it and, kind and of people have, I guess, pointed something out so far in the season. It's like rather obvious Ferrari have the better overall car. And yet for some reason Max can chase down and pass Charles, but Charles can only pass Max as a retaliation. Like he can't chase him down and pass him. It, I don't so know what's happening there. Uh, the the speed difference between the two cars at the moment. Red Bull have just gone, we're happy to compromise. Because this track had three DRS zones. Yes. So did Australia. Yeah. Nearly yeah. had four. Yeah, it did nearly have four. But even then, Australia's still more difficult to overtake because those DRS zones aren't that long. Except for the main straight, but the corner before it doesn't exactly give you a, a good opportunity to close up. It's no. Whereas obviously these new tracks are more designed for let's have close racing, but very reliant on the DRS. And it just yeah, it just feels like Red Bull have gone. Well, cool. We get to we get to play this trick again where we just have the faster car I've, in a straight I've, line. I've just oh yeah, I've just I've just had a theory. You remember how Jeremy Clarkson also always used to say he went to school with Adrian Newey? Yes. I think he's got Jeremy to help design the car. And he's just got power, speed. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's literally sat there. Newey's gone. If we had this wing here, we can get a little bit more, a little bit more. And Clark's has just come along with a hammer and just knocked the wing off and just gone, fixed it. Speed and power. Fixed it. How many horsepower should we produce out of this? End? A million. Yeah. <laughs> Max will love it. Literally a million horsepower. I, I I think you're probably fine, but Ferrari will be back on top of Barcelona. Yes, that Barcelona will be the ultimate test of how much these cars have improved. It it will be interesting to see, but I I do think that's going to be because that's a classic racetrack and it is the benchmark of boring races as well because it's just a track of a little bit of everything. And I did see a. Picture I mean, come I up. I really love that track in anything slower than an F1 car. It's just, it's not great racing. And I did watch um, or see a picture that was like, oh, you thought Miami was boring. And then the next two races is Barcelona and Monaco. Spain and Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's going to be painful. <laughs> it might be, I might be oh. wrong. But Barcelona might be brilliant because the cars can now follow a lot closer. But I, I, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, Although Monaco might be interesting because Charles Leclerc has a very bad habit of not even starting or definitely not finishing races there. So it might spice up the championship a little. Uh, yeah, he's got the home race. That's the only way Monaco is going to be interesting. I don't know. If it rains, God, pray for rain because that makes an interesting Monaco race. Yeah, but like the only. The most interesting race of all time, the 19... I'm gonna say 1996 Monaco Grand Prix. The one that Olivier uh, Oliver Penis won. Was that wet? It was definitely wet. Yeah, yeah, that, that one was wet. Yeah, because he was in something that really shouldn't have been winning a race. Yes. Is he a Tyrrell? Uh... Tyrrell or like a... 
it was a really low budget. To, it might have been oh. like a footwork or something. No, no, it was a French team. It was French. Um, um, uh, was it, it started was with it, L. Was it Lola? It was Lola. No, I don't think it was Lola. I think it was um, Ligier. People. It was Ligier. Ligier. It was Ligier. Yep, there, there it we is. Go. Yep. People we were know. screaming at us the entire time. <laughs> it's fine. We know F1 facts. We are genius. But yeah, it's yeah. If we if we can get a nice wet race for once, but they don't just automatically go oh, can't race here. Like that, the, the ultimate insult would be we get rain at Monaco and they just spa the whole race. I was just about to say exactly that. Uh, that that would be that would be a thing, wouldn't it? They they would just do that. Oh dear, it's rained. It might be entertaining now, but we're gonna we're gonna do two laps on the safety car and take your money. Wet tires? No, we can't use those. If we have to put wets on, it's too wet. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not using wets. It's not allowed. You can use inters, but not wets. But when was the last time we actually had a race where they actually got to put the wet tires on and use them for a decent amount of time? Two thousand and eight, Silverstone. Yeah, I was I was there for that one, but I I've kind of meant like the more modern era, like recently, last. Five, six, seven, eight years. When have we actually had happened. a properly wet race? Safety. The safety people have stepped in. Oh, actually, Which I doesn't think I know. Anymore. Oh, no, I know. I know when it was. When was it? It was 2014. Something bad happened. It was at Suzuka. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that might be why. Yep. Okay, good. I'm with that's, you on that one. That's why we don't get to use wet tires anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's uh, forget that happened. Anyway, moving on. To, yeah, back to Miami, where yeah, the the race that didn't deliver. It yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of anything else interesting that happened. Um, Russell is the world's luckiest safety car driver. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, a. <laughs> Hamilton picked his own strategy and then said it wasn't kind to him. No, no, no. They came over the radio and, the, <laughs> and asked him, Lewis, what do you want to do? And he's like, and this is the thing. I don't think Mercedes strategists have realized they're um, not first place anymore. Because if Lewis is in first and you go, Lewis, when do you want to pit? Lewis can go, well, there's no one in front of me. And that guy's behind me, and I know how far he's behind me because he's the only person I have to worry about. Whereas when you're down just above the midfield and then someone goes, safety card, do you think we should pit Lewis? And Lewis goes, I don't know what the fucking gaps are, you prick. What a stupid question to pose to a driver. Do you want to pit? Well, tell me the gaps first, and then I can make a decision. Stop. What? Why isn't the pit rule just going? Well, if we pit now, we're fucked. So we won't do that. Or we can give Lewis no information and see what he'd do. It's fucking stupid. So now you're very much anti-Mercedes, I'm guessing. I'm not anti-Mercedes. I'm just thinking, guys, wake up a Join bit and realise you, you're, you're not at the front anymore and you can't just rely on Lewis is out front. Lewis, do you want to stay on these tyres? Leave me alone. I love these tyres, which is what Lewis would do normally. No, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to stay on these tires or these tires are shit. No, I want new ones. Yes, that one. But it, it figures they'd do that. They'd say the tires are shit and then go set the fastest lap of the race. It was just a Lewis thing, and they'd be like, "Do you want to change tires? No, I'm all right on these ones. Leave me alone." 
why have we pitted? I could have stayed out longer. It'd, it'd do shit like that. But he was always in front. So he didn't have to worry about anyone that was behind him. Whereas Merck now are best of the midfield in that no man's land. Yes. Even though the gap's behind him. So Merck, just wake up a bit. Like it worked out. They still managed to finish, um, what, fifth, fifth and sixth? Fourth and? I have no fifth, idea. And, fifth and sixth. Fifth and sixth. Because um, they got. Valtteri Buttas. Hasn't he improved? Fucking hell. That Alpha's he's really making it sing. Yeah, he's 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 making it look particularly good at the moment. He is very much so. Ocon had a good race as well. And he's releasing slight pornography. Yeah, that's weird. it was weird. <laughs> Do you see what Mercedes Valtteri's ass is back in the news again? <laughs> Do you see what Mercedes have been? The tweeted after that picture came out. No, P- people kept no, photoshopping Lewis sitting on the rocks at the side, <laughs> <laughs> and Mercedes tweeted the picture of that and literally saying, "Please stop tagging us in this." Obviously, they're making a joke out of it, but they kept getting tagged in Valtteri Bottas and Lewis sat on the rocks at the side and sort of thinking man pose. This is very funny. There's a traffic. Do, do we need to sort of other incidents were there? Nope, that's okay. We can move on to bikes. I think we're, I'd, I'd, I'd love to cover more into the world of just races left kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I suppose. Police escort probably wasn't the best touch. Oh, yeah, the fucking podium. We forgot to talk about that. Jesus Christ. How bad and cringy was that? It's like a level of Americanisms, and then there's that. That was terrible. <laughs> Just America. Yeah, I, I, the only thing that was missing was literally handing them all a gun and asking them to Yosemite Sam it on the top step. <laughs> That Ted Kravitz tried to go up. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, is is this a case of because Austin had cowboy hats? Why not? And got it out, Murica, Murica, right? Yeah, and when, when we when we were allowed to race in Russia, they obviously had the famous. I can't remember. I don't know what they're called, but the famous Russian sort of winter hats. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think I don't know what they're called. I Something think my... like backwards Z and a three with a line through it. Yeah. <laughs> Made up fucking language, yeah. I, I just fit it, it, it looked stupid, it was just too far over the gimmick. If that made sense, I, I would have been happier if they had um hard hats with beer cans either side. That that would have been better. The ones, the ones with the straws, yes, yeah, those are lovely. Anyway, yeah, should we talk about bikes? Yes, because a thing happened. What was the thing? Well, there's a lot of controversy right now, anyway. Not right now. It happened two weeks ago, but right now. Is it because someone's finally put stabilizers on? Or did someone no, take their the stabilizers opposite. off? 
the someone, very opposite. Someone took their stabilizers off. Yes. Uh, well, no, but basically, so it was a changeable weather conditions type thing. And it was at Portugal at the Algarve, right? So they started the race on dry tyres in dry conditions. And then it started raining, but it only rained in one section, the first section. Okay. And turn, I think it's turn two or turn three, that's sort of like this slowly, this, uh, the really fast right-handers that turn into the slightly slower right-handers. Yes. And then it ends in that hairpin. So it's still one of the fast right-handers just had a strip of water probably a couple of meters long, but across the whole of the track. Right. So it was dry, dry, dry. And then as you tip into the corner, it was wet. And then it was dry again on the other side. So as they're coming through, as they're coming through, I think it was like the first nine bikes or something all went down all at the same time, but all in separate crashes. That kind of sounds hilarious, if I'm being honest. As long as no one was injured. Yes. No one was injured. A bike did go on fire, but no one was, Fantastic. No one was injured. Fantastic. That just means Seriously, it's Seriously, anyway. Cuts and scrapes and bruises. And, uh, that's yeah. what you get for riding push bikes. Stuff. Yeah, it was funny. So the first nine people are just... Their bikes are on the side. They're, they're crashed, right? Obviously, that draws a red flag, especially with the changeable conditions. So they have a restart, but there's a rule. Well, there's a couple of rules that came into place so there's only one bike allowed in the lower classes so the main classes they have uh, sorry the main class MotoGP they have two bikes per rider per team so you have right. one that's usually set up to dry one that's set up to wet and you can come in and change but as part of like cost capping the lower classes Moto2 and Moto3 only have one bike per rider so if you crash that you're fucked right However, it can be fixed. The trouble is there's a rule that states you, you, sorry, the rider and the bike have to be back in the pit, in the pit box within five minutes of the red flag being thrown. Now, because so many people crashed at the same time at the same corner, they didn't have enough marshals to get the bikes back quickly enough. So bikes that could have been fixed in time for the restart were just left. And it actually took a lot of championship contenders out of the race entirely due to something that wasn't their fault. Well, falling off. If was. that makes sense. Falling off was their fault. Yes and no. The bit after that and the decision about whose bike gets taken out of the gravel first. Yeah, that, that changes yeah. things, but the falling off was was 100% their fault. Yes. Well, yes and no. I mean, you can tip a bike in and then all of a sudden it hits a wet patch and there's literally nothing you can do. I would argue they knew the wet patch was there. They would have done a sight of that. No, this is midway through the race. Oh, okay. Well, that's still their own fault. Like they, it they... started raining on, say, lap 15. Oh, they knew it And there was there. just that... I, I I get what you're saying though. It's that so people didn't get to start the race, and this has upset people. Yes. So basically, a guy called Celestino Vietti, who was leading the championship by a couple of points, the he so he's leading the championship. Five of the next six people in the championship are all out because of this rule, and a lot of them could have had their bikes fixed and been on the grid. 
So he's walked away with, I think, second place he ended up with, and he's got 20 points on people that are sort of been taken out of the race unfairly. So there's just a whole furor about it. Oh. We all caught up? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you now. It's like Abu Dhabi, but the community is not as toxic. Ah, right, brilliant. <laughs> well, that would make sense. Oh, I've... It's the best way I can describe it. So that happened to bikes and, and not much else, well, except we, we, they've renamed they've renamed my favourite corner. We, we did have that other bit of bike news as well. Yes, Suzuki will no longer be in the, in the championship at the end of this year, no. which is kind of kind of weird because they've got a contract with Dorna until 2026. So I don't know how they're getting out of that one, but they are. They've somehow. they've decided to focus more money and time on the Suzuki World Swift Superbikes and the Liana. No, <laughs> do they even make the Liana anymore? I don't know. I hope not. Surely not. <laughs> put all their money into that, making it great again. I mean, is that is that all the bike news we've got? Uh no, they've renamed my favourite corner. Which track? Or is this at Hareth? At Hareth, okay. Yeah. So they've renamed the Dry Sack Corner. Which you may remember is when Michael Schumacher, let's let's say, forgot that Jacques Villeneuve was there. I I would argue he knew he was there, and he turned in deliberately because he's a bastard. Are you saying that he also knew Juan Pablo Montoya was there at Imola? I I am also saying that. I'm also saying he knew Damon Hill was there <laughs> at Adelaide. <laughs> Like there's a pattern emerged. Anyway, so what have they what have they renamed it? Have they renamed it the Oh Fuck You're Out of the Championship corner? No, it's called the Danny Pedrosa corner, which is not a penis reference at all, and therefore I am disappointed. I also feel like it's got to have a big standing on if you actually like Danny Pedrosa as well. Like if you're not a fan. They've taken my dry sack corner from me. <laughs> And replaced it with. Do you have any idea how much ten-year-old me laughed at the commentators go? And he's going through the dry sack corner. (laughs) They've they've taken nostalgia. We'll just keep calling it dry sack then. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Well, Philip Island had something very similar. It wasn't like a sexual name, but there was a corner that was called MG Corner. It's at the bottom of the hill after Lukey Heights. It's actually probably the worst corner on the track, but it looks so cool. Um, and they couldn't call it MG Corner anymore because MG, the car company, went, oh, no, 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 you can't have that without our permission, without paying us, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So then they forgot to come up with another name for that corner. So it just became, I think, for four or five years, the corner formerly known as MG. <laughs> Like the artist <laughs> formerly known as Prince. <laughs> oh, you Australians are an inventive bunch. So eventually they came up with a name for it. Would you like to hear it? <sighs> I, I would love to hear it. Is this like, did they have like a petition thing, like with the boat that was going to do the Arctic tour and they were just people wanted to call Boaty it Boaty Mo- Boat, boat face. face? 
Which it, it, it they didn't end up calling it that. They were like, we can't do this. This stupid. We'll call the submersible boaty boat face, but we're not calling the actual boat that. So they went back on their promise. But please, please tell me it was a petition thing set up by Australians. No, it couldn't have been. Surely. I, the I just want... new name for the corner formerly known as MG is Turn Ten. Oh. People who make fours are love that. But yeah, other than I, that, I'm a little disappointed in that. If I'm being honest, yeah. Corner, I've, I've, corner face. I think you should put forward a petition to to have that corner renamed something else, and because it's Australian, it it will just end up as cunt corner. Ah, I was thinking of that. Um, oh, the time they reviewed the Vauxhall Monaro on Top Gear, and Jeremy Clarkson did his Australian voiceover. <laughs> I haven't seen that episode in so long. Coming down to the hammerhead now. It's a shark where I come from, not a bloody corner. Wonga bonga monga logu. That's a proper name for a corner. <laughs> there we go. So we just that. have to call it Walla Bonga Monga Logu. Yeah, I'm happy for it. There we go. We'll call it that. That's fine. I'll definitely call it Corner McCorner Face. Right. Oh dear. I think we're gonna have to cut this short. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I no thought... one's really pissed me off in the past week. No, again, we we need some drama in F one. We need some controversy. Yeah, the the two drivers fighting for the championship don't hate each other, and that gives us not much to talk about. Not yet. I'm holding out hope. Are you say you reckon they they might? It's not. It's not happened yet. Something's oh, going to happen. Something Silverstone, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe Monaco. Or you think he's going to try a pass at Monaco and take him out? I don't not take him out, not deliberately. I don't think like Max. It just seems a little less fucking full send this season. Just, just seems to yeah, be a little more Charles and not Lewis. Yeah, no, it just seems to be a little more calculated. Whereas last year, like even at Monaco, or not Monaco last year, year before, where he just I mean, Bahrain was still pretty sendy. Yeah, I, I, I just think there's not a lot of room on that track. And if Max has the bit in between the teeth, like I'm in this championship again now, because Max was starting to get a bit right in himself off, I think Monaco, there could be a send and that takes Charles out of the race again. Oh, there is one thing we forgot before we go is Sergio's engine problem. Sorry, Sergio losing the toe and somehow four seconds a lap. <laughs> <laughs> I think was a... Red Bull are just so ashamed of their engine. Anytime it can be anything else but their engine, they're like, "Yep, yeah, it was that." Yeah, he lost the toe. That was worth. It. He's screaming down the radio at them, going, "I'm losing power." No, no, it's just toe. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> it's so stupid, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, I'm losing power. Yeah, it's no, no. It's just the toe. It's like four seconds allowed. God, the toe's strong around Miami. <laughs> It's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Good for Red Bull. I'm happy for them for being idiots. Because <laughs> that that uh, was mind blowingly dumb. That was incredibly stupid. Yep. Yeah, I have to give it all the way to being that stupid. But obviously, we we need some controversy because next week podcast will come probably before qualifying. So we we need something, or your bike's gonna have to do something if they're out this weekend. I don't think so. Right. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna invent some controversy for next next week's podcast. I've already played my Lewis as a Nazi card. Like I, I can't come up with anything else. 
I'll, I'll come up with something. I will invent a story which sounds just about believable. Thank you. That's all right. It's, it's going to be really controversial. Um, yes. Uh, uh, touring cars tonight. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. They are fun. Um, I, I was having some fun on a couple of the English touring car tracks. Um, Brands. Yes, he did. He did a thing that he will not disclose to anyone because I'm getting another fucking trophy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure anyone else is stupid enough to drive it the way I do. Fair enough. Anyway, we will have to leave it there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about the quick podcast after missing a week, but I I have plans this afternoon. Yes, he's taking it up the ass. I am. <laughs> Sam's Sam's going to peg me, and I'm looking forward Sam to just it. Just looked at me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh. Should probably explain to her that I'm not, but yeah, whatever. Right. Anyway, we will. Jimmy, do you want to do you want to call in the obnoxiously loud music? I think the obnoxiously loud music should play in three, two, one.